Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boat around and out the crew as we attempt to navigate the latest boating news and information and just share our thoughts on the boating industry and world. I mean, I think that's kind of what we're going to do today. Uh, Captain Patrick was perusing the uh, boat publications. Some would call it research. Oh, is that what it is? And uh, But that that's what he does sometimes. He actually does read. And uh, he wanted to talk about this uh, today. So, what what caught your uh, what caught your eye? And what was it? Boat US magazine? Is that what it was, or what? Yeah, it was Boat US, and it's 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 a subject that we that we touch on from time to time as we see industry news come across. But I wanted to talk about this in a much broader context instead of narrowing it down, as we tend to do when these news stories come out. And that really is what future of boating what the future of recreational boating and boats in general are going to look like in the very near future and as fast as technology is evolving and things are coming into uh the manufacturing end it it's increasing so it's 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 almost at a breakneck pace and this is coming from somebody who's been involved with manufacturing in the marine industry since he was 18. So, I mean, I come from the era when I started, we had twin knob AM FM cassette radios. Stone tools. Were, no, uh, no. I, I could have sworn no, it was no, Noah. Serious, Wasn't it serious. Noah's first boat you worked on? <laughs> twin knob AM FM cassette radios. And if you remember boats of that era, and Barry, you probably remember this. Yeah. Uh, the larger boats, and I'm talking about runabouts, you know, anything that had a stereo in it. Um, you had a uh, antenna key on your key bob, and that antenna key was you actually pulled the radio antenna up out of the deck, so it it looked like what you would see on your your older cars, where you don't have the roof antenna, antenna, yeah, but the, but the, the the straight up the vertical, you know, uh, antenna, but you would actually hook it it was like a little fork and you would pull it up out of the deck to extend it and that's how you got the reception you know on your stereo so coming Mm. from that and your your standard you know analog gauges that we've all come to to know and love and sometimes hate whether that was uh uh vdo or uh gaff rig or you know uh what have you to where we're at now which it's more and more you know whether it's garmin displays uh things of that nature raymarine there's an app for that. Well, right. yeah, there's yeah. an app for that. Active Captain, where mm-hmm. you can just do it all on your phone. Right. It, it, the last 15 years, for sure, it's been, it seems like we get into a production year and we start out with the newest stuff, especially in a new boat coming to market. And by mid-year, that stuff's already outdated. And they're on to the version two or version three or version four of whatever whatever that item may be, and you're having to update the product, update the product. So it's going to be interesting to to hear what 
uh, you two think. Right. <laughs> I, I can't wait for Greg's. Well, um, you, you just illustrated how old our crew is, uh, at least for you and uh, I, I'm not Barry. old. Oh, I started yeah. in the industry. I was Vintage, a teenager. I know. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But but what does Boat US say? What 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 are they saying about the future? What, what okay. is their view? Uh, by by and large, I mean it. It kind of is a lot of what we've talked about already, which is like auto docking features are going to be standard. Uh, that won't be a an option to have. It's just your boat's going to come with that. Uh, marinas uh, that as they're going getting built or getting renovated will be set up with self-docking slips. Uh, they'll, they'll have uh, ways to bring you into the fuel dock, you know, almost like tractor beam from, from Star Wars. It's <laughs> going to grab you. Star Trek, and, Star Trek, and, not Star Wars. And, <laughs> tractor beam. Yeah, tractor beams were used on Star Trek. And get, Star get your sci-fi. And okay, Star Wars. all right. How did they bring Let's the not have a nerd fight. Nerd fight. <laughs> My God. <laughs> there was a tractor beam. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, they John Deere. You know, I, I get the maintenance point. has become simpler, which it already has. I mean, you go now, how many hundreds of hours before you even open the cowling on an engine? Uh, some of them, 200, like with the Merc, the new Merc Verados, where they yeah. had that huge engine cowling and it's only the lower unit that turns. You don't ever, you're not supposed to take that huge cowling off of there uh, for I don't know, the first two years. I forget w- what that was, but you know, it has the access ports for all your basic maintenance stuff that you need to do so boat us i mean they're looking at you know like i said everything from auto dock auto docking predictive part failure notifications Mm -hmm. uh the propulsion systems of course we're already seeing that turn and i've already made my prediction on that especially with the boat shows what we can expect to see about the next seven years out flibs will look vastly different just as it started to look about 15 years ago when you started to see the push of stern drive and B drive inboard engines started to disappear and slowly but surely outboards started to populate more of that landscape. And you're going to see that more and more, except now it's going to start to move from, a, from the, the petrol to electric outboards, um, okay. to your, the ingenuity system that correct craft has. For the tow boats and things like that, for the sports sport uh, water sport boats. So, looking at that, um, looking at design changes to make boats more efficient. So, hulls. I don't necessarily agree with this because I don't like it. Um, and that's hydrofoils. Yeah, I, I saw that. I said, "What? No one's well, going to be racing down the intracoastal. They already have a speed limit." Well, maybe, but uh, you know, outside of those zones, though, I mean, yeah, that seems to be a, a pretty hot and heavy design that's yeah, especially taking over the electric side of things because they're ex- so efficient, right? Except there's this thing that's called draft. Yeah, yeah. and when shallow you got the, water, when, yeah, yeah, and when that. you've got these foils, unless those foils fold up into the hull bottom, and nothing ever goes wrong when you can, when you create a pocket recess in the bottom of a boat um you know with a hinge point for something to fold up inside of it nothing ever goes wrong with that um otherwise if you're not able to do that you wind up with a with draft constriction there greg well i, well, that, I that totally helps get dig that, out yeah. the can that helps dig out the canals every time they start to well up. that may be but if you have your hydrofoil hooked up to your uh you know ai <laughs> captain patrick there at the helm 
that you just order line. You're, you know, Patrick, uh, well, AI Patrick is supposed mm-hmm. to keep you in deeper water so you don't, you know, uh, drag the ground on your hydrofoil. I, I could see the AI Captain Patrick with you behind the helm. Um, when you instructed to do something, Patrick would say negative. No, he he wouldn't say it like that. Yeah, they still Patrick is full of bugs. Leave it at that. There will be a lot of yelling, like a sailor. Download the Captain Patrick app. Get below deck. (laughs) You know that kind of be barking orders, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Not to mention the world of boating radio show. Probably be a major upgrade if we all went digital. Easy. (laughs) So, as we we talk about, you know, the switch from, of course. You know, petrol burning engines to more electric. Uh, we're looking at uh, increased electronics, and when we say increased electronics, then we're looking at an increased reliance on those electronics. And probably my biggest fear um, with that is we get dumber, and I don't want to be out on the water with dumb boaters there's enough right. of them out there well we get dumber but the boats get smarter and maybe it's a trade that's a problem because when that's when that stuff fails and it will eventually fail you're gonna have people running into each other um, well don't they have something like that with aircraft now they have uh, you adsb know, yeah tracking yeah. so and i stuff, mean if yeah. one if one plane gets too close to another it'll alert you morning yeah, morning they have, they have train uh, aircraft in the area uh, that kind of thing. Train. Warning, for boats to be. Warning, warning. AI Captain Patrick. Off. <laughs> One o'clock at your helm. Avoid at all costs. All right, more coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer. In the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium. Instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me. Or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast fatten out the hatches Aye, aye, sir. Man the bowsprit. Stow the mizzen mast. Jive the jib boom. Hoist the mainsail and lower the tattersail. Look sharp, lad. Pipe the starboard hatch to leeward. Watch and trim the scuppers of the port boot deck. I'm sitting on a boat dock, playing on my condo, waiting for you to come home. I'm sitting on a boat dock, playing on my condo, waiting for you to come home. I'm sitting on a boat ever since you went this is the World of Boating. Gregor first mate, Captain Patrick Barry the Boater. That's Joe Bonamassa. I'm actually, I got tickets to go see him in March. I can't He's wait. He's supposed to be a, a, an amazing guitarist. Oh, he is. There ain't him. no question. And uh, who knows? Maybe he'll do the boat song uh, for us. Who's and, that? Uh, Joe Bonamassa. You know, guitar if, if you... Virtuoso. And hope maybe he, he might be a boater. Hey, you know, God knows. He's probably got enough money now. But I don't know. We'll find out. I'll ask him. Yeah. If you search the angry captain, uh, Captain Patrick's name pops up every time. Well, of course it does. <laughs> it does now. It yeah. Does See, now. <laughs> I look forward to the f- Thank future. You, internet. Because <laughs> I believe, uh, you know, AI, Barry the Boater, and Captain Patrick will be a major upgrade. <laughs> oh, I, I don't disagree <laughs> with you. I, I was never meant for this. Okay. All right. Well, at least Barry. I try. I try. Well. Yeah, I I went to the Greg School of Broadcasting and flunked out. Well, there's that. Uh, <laughs> I did CSB. Thanks, Vance. All right. I don't even know what that means, but uh, Old maybe, we can, maybe we can sue yeah. them. Uh, but regardless, <laughs> uh, okay, so you when we were talking, you know, on systems and stuff, you know, engines and electronics. Um, you know, Barry and I have talked. Uh, over the past several years where I see things going, especially eliminating uh, wiring harnesses, uh, all that unnecessary uh, wiring, which is, is, can be a source of a lot of problems, especially as a boat ages, where I think you're going to see more uh, transceiver receiver units uh, being put in place to, to communicate up and down the length of the boat between these components, mm-hmm. like a windlass, uh, you know, like, Navigation lights, uh, how, how, things how like How far that. in the future are we looking, uh, by the way? Because that really affects how I look at this. We're, we're thinking about, what, 40 years from now or 20 years from now? Or what are we looking at? As fast as things are going, let, let's say we're, we're, let's say 20 years out. 20. Okay. Because, uh, see, a lot of this stuff, I think, is going to be solved by technology. You know, when they start putting the brain implants 
like uh, putting your iPhone inside <laughs> uh, your brain. The brain yeah, he's I, on the list. And you just I, think, yes. hey, uh, hey um, and you just think that you want to move your boat into the dock, and then it does all the, uh, you know. Uh, I volunteer Greg to be the first subject. Um, well, it's, it's going to happen. I'm saying that, and you just have to think what you want your boat to do, and it'll do it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So, yeah, um, I think I think as far as having your equipment communicate with each other, I don't know if wireless transceivers would be the best way because of interference. Um, um, I, would already, to, we, I would go to I would go to a fiber optic system. Now we already deal with that, believe it or not, with um, windless remotes and spotlight remotes, where if you have uh, two boats within line of sight of each other, say in a marina, and those remotes are on the same frequency. Yeah, um, you'll start operating somebody else's. Well, that that's what I'm talking about. So, I mean, but you get, but it's very simple to go in and change the setting on that by one digit. Yeah, and now now you're you're locked out. And, well, yeah, you, you know, could, technology will solve all that stuff. You could have a digital key for each each device, but I think a, a possibly better way to do it would be a fiber optic cable carrying your data. And then the only thing you would need is ground and power to operate these things. Yeah, you're thinking way too old school, Barry. You no, know? wait. That's what aircraft use, a fly-by-wire. Well, it's now, but if we're looking yeah. at 20 years in the future, they're going to have the, all the wireless stuff all I, I resolved. Know. You know, plus we'll know. be incorporating all the alien technology. I mean, you've seen the jellyfish no, UAP. there we go with the jellyfish, yes. I mean, you know, the aliens are going to share their technology if they're not already by then. You know, like I said, I we'll just be able to talk to our boat. Uh, like a like an AI computer, and just okay. kind of use our brain waves to tell it so what to do. We won't have any choice anymore. The computer will control us. Well, maybe it could go the other way too. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's fifty fifty. Either you're it's telling 50/50. the boat what to do, or the boat's going to tell you what it's going to do, and you're going to have to accept it. I don't know. So, okay. That's my my so prediction. It, He's covering in, in all short. Bets. I mean, if, if you look at the automotive industry, I mean, boating is going to probably be about five years, maybe. Uh, Behind. time behind that yeah as yeah. far as what they're incorporating and then that making its way into that industry but as you see uh as we experience uh companies merging and automotive swallowing up some marine segments and stuff like that those that integration will probably happen a lot quicker um overall i think it's going to create a much safer and enjoyable boating experience for those people who have no interest in learning how to boat. Hmm. Well, I think I think this is where the boat actually boating manufacturers are a little head of automobile because with boating you have Oh, tell me I, more because I, I forget I, wait, I, I forget because I think you're totally <laughs> wrong. But go ahead, Barry. No, 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 but Dig no, that no, hole. because it's not wait, like I've worked in for the for boat manufacturing for the last thirty eight years. But right, please, but Barry, <laughs> tell me. Okay, wait a minute. Wait, wait. The bus lines that they use for each piece of equipment to talk We don't to build each other. buses. We build no. boats. They use they be, be right. you know what I mean. <laughs> no, the, I have no the idea. Information highway in a boat is a single cable that can talk to all other equipment, whereas cars, everything is still a single wire for each item that goes back to a computer. Mm. So they don't have a bus system like they do in boats. Yeah, but I don't, I think technology is going to solve that one, Barry. I mean, I think from the manufacturing standpoint too. I mean, Tesla is a good uh, company to look at how they've. Uh, Streamline manufacturing of cars. Except for winter when they don't run. Well, that's the cars, but not the manufacturing. How Tesla has, has you know, done yeah, the manufacturing so- line with all those robot arms. 
and they've let eliminated tell, a lot of people. Oh, yeah, man, robotics and boat and car manufacturing. Nobody's done that before. That's yeah, right. that Elon Musk is a genius. Chevy. Uh, well, which is not to the, no, he, he's, a, he's increased the efficiency of it uh, yeah, we, quite which dramatically. Is why the, the, yeah. One of three of us that are present right now sold half of his Tesla stock recently because <laughs> <What? laughs> that guy. What? You're not a fan? Uh, he, he, uh, what he's been... <laughs> He's killing it. I'll just leave it at that. He's killing it. Okay. Uh, plus, he said the future of Tesla is not in cars. You realize that, right? Well, I, maybe no, he's not what's right. It I don't be know. In rockets or manufacturing no. or whatever. I mean, robotics. That's where, well, robotics? that's what I'm saying. He's moved oh. the robotic level into manufacturing of uh, of cars. He brought it to a where's, new level. Where's yeah. Will Smith? We need him back. Why? Uh, he's uh, he he's he's hiding. Yeah, I know what, that. But why, why do we? He, what, what is Will Smith going to do? Because he knew that the robots were going to be dangerous. I robot. Oh, okay. That okay. was Asimov. Yeah, but Will Smith starred in it. Destroyed that movie. Okay. Anyway, well, a good movie. So you know, when we get out of the the propulsion systems and the electronics and that, then we're getting down to the actual construction of the boats. And by and large, you still got a product that is dependent upon manual labor. I don't see that changing. Hmm. Um, I Not in 20 no years? No. Really? Uh, I. You know what Will Smith says to that? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I don't think he uh, agrees with you, Patrick, but I don't know. Maybe he just found it a comical comment. All right. Anyway, we got more coming up as we look to the future of boating on the World of Boating. Next, stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast sir this is amazing twice the size of my apartment oh thank you well, first of all i like that it's your stuff so keep it up second come on grab a beer what are you waiting for? Oh, we're celebrating here. <laughs> Why do you invite the NSA, Stooge? Because she did good work on the train job and figured she wanted to see a cool boat. It's not a boat. It's a ship. Ew. You have a crush on her. What? You want to get naked and push your stuff together. No. We're all in the same boat. Fishing in the same hole. One where the same time goes. 
We're all in the same boat. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick Perry, the boater, looking at the future of boating right now. And uh, see, I embrace the future. I mean, sure, you have the whole caveat that the robots may take over and we may... Uh, you know, have to answer to our robotic overlords at some point in as technology advances. But on the bright side, they can do a lot of cool stuff and uh, allow us to get more stuff done efficiently. As long as they don't kill us first. Uh, yeah, they'll just fan. put implants in your head. Yes. Well, no, you put the implants in your own head. Uh, I don't know. They'll and do then it for you. you use your brain waves to operate your boat. You don't even have to use your hands anymore. You can be whatever. And you just think. Like, hey, I want to, uh, I want to move my boat over into this uh, slip number three at this marina. Go, and you just think it, and the boat does it. That's what I think so is in the, the face. Are you going to take our well, you're, brain, you're, put you're, it in a glass? No, there's no glass. It's yeah, just we a little need electrode any anymore. Yeah, uh, the right. electrodes For- go up your nose or something. It looks <laughs> like a, you know, you got a little mustache, but it's, uh, you know, it, it's basically a brain uh, connected iPhone. That's the future, Barry. Just, just remember this. There's already point and shoot navigation. Okay. Um, also, as a cautionary tale, Ronald Moore's reimagining of Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Going back to the sci-fi stuff, Barry. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you just, if you want to get a glimpse, there you go. Um, well, in the last the, episode, showed them. I think the last few of them being on Earth and you know, reset. All right, reset. nerds. Yeah. Let's just stay focused uh, on what we're doing with boating. We are. Right. This all has to do with your robots. <laughs> well, I'm so, just, that's Elon Musk stuff. I mean, he's the one who so, talked about the okay. iPhone in your brain, connecting your brain. So, yeah. When when we get down to the boat manufacturing end of stuff, so again, we, we've talked about propulsion and systems and things like that. So now what's going to change to make the boats themselves, the construction of the boats, better? As I said, it's it's still manual labor that does it. Can robots do it i don't see that happening they, there's manufacturers out there that have incorporated uh robots into spraying gel coat yeah um and that has had some challenges um because by and large most manufacturers don't have a problem with gel coat application or gel coat thicknesses um the, the problems stem when we talk about uh not getting too far afield when we talk about cosmetic crazing and or cracks that we see developing a lot of it has to do with the aesthetic design of the boat, these curves and these reverse angles and things like that. And you have to think about when that part is built and it's coming out of a mold, everything is opposite of and the force that needs to be applied, uh, even with a properly waxed mold to get that part to release and come up out of there without doing any damage uh, can can be considerable at times. It all depends on. And if you if you wanted something that that's never going to happen. Basically, you would have a boat that looks like a brick uh, sitting in the water. It'd be very simple lines. Um, that's easy to come straight up out of a mold, and you'd never have any issues. Hmm. But those molds, those molds are designed by engineers, and how are they? Are they, they designed by out robots? Of steel or aluminum? Or well, what? yeah, the robots design them. Then the three D printer just spits it out, and like you know, thirty minutes later. Well, we, we as a manufacturer, I mean, we still have some stuff that we will build by hand as far as the uh, plugs that the mold will get cast out of, uh, cast off of. And then we have uh, maybe larger uh, hull and deck plugs that get uh, their CNC basically out of a huge block of foam and then get shipped to the factory. 
we do all our fine fine detail work application of you know non-skid where do we want that we check visibility from the helm stuff like that and if we have to make any adjustments to floor heights uh things like that and then build the mold off of that and then pop the mold off and hopefully don't destroy the destroy the plug in the process so that you can get more than one mold off of it okay barry but you but you were talking about painting and and possibly yep. maybe applying uh, what is that uh, fiberglass that's blown in? Not not the hand laid fabric. Shot it. Yeah, I mean they already have machinery or robots that paint cars. Okay, and right? and, and we're and there's manufacturers that are using robots to paint to to do that application of gel coat. After the gel coat, what comes next is your chop coat. Okay, right. mm-hmm. so the chop gets gets run out of a chopper, what's known as a chopper gun. So it's taking that strand fiberglass, mixing it with catalyzed resin, chopping it up, and blows it out. But that has to be rolled out by hand. Well, it does well, until you teach the robot would, how to do it yeah, properly. Yeah, robot right? would be doing this movement. Okay, no, so, because so. because when you again think about all those, think about your boat, Barry. Okay, so when angles, even when you're talking yeah. about the gun and stuff, it's mm-hmm. these metal rollers that have to be. You have to roll all that chop coat out so that we don't have air. So we have a proper application of that, so that we're ready for the bulk coat coming in afterwards. But you have to get into all those crevices, all those angles, everything like that, and a robot can't do that. What? Come on! Well, I've no, seen Star R two D two could be programmed oh, R2-D2 to R2-D2 cover this. Only he just he can barely walk. Wow! But I I understand what you're saying about the dexterity, uh, being able to get into these spaces and do this stuff. But what if they were to change materials when they built okay. these boats? So. Mm-hmm. If you remember a gentleman by the name of Irwin Jacobs who. Uh, passed away several years ago, uh, actually quite some time ago, but he was the head of Genmar, which was a uh, conglomerate, bought up a bunch of uh, boating companies. companies. Yeah. Including he, uh, Four Winds. And I think they own Triumph, didn't they? Uh, I don't they know. May, maybe. They may have, but yeah. they what he, what he invested in what was known as VEC technology, and that was stamping hulls out of plastic using water-weighted molds. Mm-hmm. This, this is going to revolutionize boat manufacturing. These things will get stamped out of plastic, basically, like Barry's Triumph. Right. And we can speed up product. And guess what? It didn't work. Wait, they, but they did. Genmar did own Triumph. <laughs> they, they did, but the VEC technology did not work on the larger scale. Well, well uh, not every idea pans out. Uh, no, they, they only sure. be, part of the problem was is that the molds were so big and had to go into ovens in order for them to work properly. And they had to spin and they had temperature sensors because I saw the factory. Yeah, this thing was massive. What they had to do is putting the powder in there and then the computer had to have it spin at a certain speed so that it didn't get too thick at one end and too thin at another. And there was always a lot of uh, what do they call it? After molding work that they had to kind mm-hmm. of touch up, things which is with. never good. Yeah, but we're talking about 20, 25 years in the future. They'll have this all ironed a, out. Yeah. yeah okay. They'll, they'll give he, R2-D2 but, uh, arms so he can do all, right. all that stuff. <laughs> you know? So if we if we cast out that far again, okay. our, with with the, ad, the advance of technology, so uh, hands-free navigation, self-docking, uh, all of these things, boat manufacturing, which... The possibility for robotics to make it, to streamline it, to make it quicker per Greg and Mm -hmm. and Elon Musk and Tesla, somebody has to pay for that technology. That's going to get wrapped up in the cost of the boat. And 
do you, by doing that, are you ruining the essence of boating? Because as a boater, I want to drive the boat. I want, I want my hand on the wheel. I want my hand on the shifter. I want to do it. I, that's why I ride a motorcycle. It's, it's, it's as close to that, that experience of I have complete control of this. I don't want a computer doing it for me. No matter how much safer it, they think they're going to make it, I want this. I yeah. control Well, maybe it. so. Let me ask uh, chat GPT. I'm going to see what it says here. Are you going to? T- oh, no. Uh, they're going to kill us. That's what it they we're dead. All right, more coming up on the world of boating. Well, that's sad. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce. And now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I am the captain of this party. I'm Captain Jack. I'm captain of the ship. Ah! I'm also captain of anyone who sets foot on the ship. Hi, welcome aboard. In an office, when you are ranking people, manager is higher than captain. On a boat, who knows? It's nebulous. This is the world of boating. Greg, first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater. We are a ship of fools. But in the future, you know, 20, 25 years out, may not have to worry about it. We'll have a backup AI captain, uh, or maybe it'll be a captain in charge. And uh, we'll uh, answer to the uh, AI captain telling us how to dock the boat and where to go and that kind of thing. And I totally get what Patrick is saying about, you know, technology overwhelms and takes over all the the stuff that makes you a real boater, you know, connected with the ocean and all that kind of stuff. I, I totally get that. And there's something to be said for that. And I also believe that despite technology despite the fact that, yeah, the boats may operate on their own and we may not have to do a whole lot, there's still going to be a sector of people that want to do it themselves and want to connect and and learn how to boat and that kind of thing. But that doesn't make the people that want to get out on the water and be out on a boat and maybe not be as technically as advanced as Captain Patrick. I I still think we we can bring all of them together. Patrick, I know you disagree, so go ahead. Yeah, because there's a cost associated with that. So will the consumer 20 years from now be willing to shell out hundreds of thousands of dollars for something that they they have no intention of driving? Just well, to get out it on depends, the water. Well, it depends on why they're doing it. Are they doing it for the experience, the lifestyle, I, to be out on the water I, and have fun, water ski, that kind of stuff? Or are they well, doing it to drive a boat or something I, I, specifically? This is where we get into that slippery slope of be careful of the technology because the technology itself could drive people out of that experience of boating to where they don't even want to do it because what's the point? I'm not going to, I don't want to spend all this money. I could just save this money. And if I want to go boating, 
I'll go rent a charter for a weekend. Well, maybe well, you, you know, you, and do that. Barry, and let the robot drive me around, but not actually get into the ownership of the boat. And when we get down to the water sports market of surf boats and things like that, be very careful because I would say certainly twenty. I I I suspect right now somebody is developing technology that let's call it a drone, uh, a drone wakeboard. Ooh, surf that, boat. That'd okay. be cool. Now, now, I would now, do that. Oh my god! Now hold on. So <laughs> it's not as big as all it needs to do is create, go through the water and create a large wake. Okay. Mm. So the wake surfer controls that drone, goes out on the water. Yeah. And now I don't even need to have this huge boat. I really don't need people on the boat. Watch me. I just want to go out and I just want to surf. I don't need this boat. What I've got is my surf drone. Hmm. What? That will oh, create control basically it it's a huge surfing. foil that is going to yeah. create the wake for you right. that you can surf. Well, that'd be kind of cool. I'd do it. Yeah, but okay, yeah. but you were talking about going out to boat. There are still people that prefer to sail yep. versus motor boating. Right. And that's go going to change sailing. though, Barry, as this demographic ages. Again, we're talking about twenty years out. Right. You're going to have people coming into these people that have grown up with self-driving cars Mm -hmm. will have never don't know what it's like to drive a car, have no intention of driving a car. They just want it to get them to from point A to point B. And at that point, other than the aesthetic of looking stylish, it really doesn't matter. It just needs to get me to where I'm going, because while I'm inside of it, I'm working on my laptop. I'm doing this. I'm doing whatever it is. Well, uh, listening to the world of boating, obviously. <laughs> obviously, I mean, is, it, it is, was it a bad thing then that when we went from the horse and buggy that went to a motorized car? That's when we all went to hell. Something that that kind of ruined life. It's just uh, no, because you to- had to you had to you had to drive the you had to be able to control the horse and you had to be able to control the car you had to drive it there were no self-driving cars right but there but were no even self-driving horses but even, even if well, there are self-driving sort of. cars that can finally you know not crash there are still going to be people that once in a while just want to go into manual mode and drive it i don't but they're but they're not that's what i'm saying though as you're that saying demog- it's not even going to be available no what i'm saying is as that demographic ages you're going to have people growing up that will never know what it's like to they're not interested in learning, and I don't want them taking the wheel. What, what's going to happen to drag racing and stock car racing and indie racing drones. if that happens? Do you not watch Star Wars? Hmm. Yeah, it'll all they be drones. they all be no, drones. They drive. They still drive. You know, they still race each other in these, you know, flying motorcycle type things. And yeah, kill each other and all. I'm that. with Barry on this one, Patrick. I don't. I don't think uh, it's much to do about nothing. I mean, because huh? I I, th- I I think uh, I hear what you're saying, but I I think there'll always be a group of people that want to you know connect on a deeper level with boating, running their own boat, whether it's sailboat or what that kind of I, thing. You know, I, I think I, there'll I, always I, be people looking for nope. something unique it, it, and want to go it, old school, whatever. I mean, you're you know, and, it won't and that's be a majority experience. of people. It won't be yeah. a majority of people like there are now that go boating. It'll be a small subset of people that just want to either, you know, ride in their own sailboat. Maybe, yeah. Now, and I, I'll tell you what, with the self-driving stuff, self-navigation, or the uh, the the auto navigation, all that stuff, I think you get to a point where, as it as its use becomes mainstream, and the governments mm. uh, start to see a decrease in deaths and accidents, 
it will then become standardized. And to Barry, to something you said just a short while ago is you may not have the option right. of being able to go to self-drive mode and take control of that vessel. You may be locked in. This yeah. is just what it is. Well, yeah, you, you bypass self-driving and your insurance rates immediately go sky high. Right, yeah. because they figure the the computer cars are doing well, a better uh, good, talk, better talk job than the humans. Yeah. yeah, talk about a lobby that can drive that change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, certainly the the uh, the insurers. You know, nope, we're we're not going to allow you to take control of this. We want this to all do it. Not only that, the insurance companies will have invested in those companies that control the AI for that stuff. All right, well, that's so, uh, that's other stuff. That's like you yeah. know. The, the 10 families that control the world type of conspiracy stuff. Let's just focus it's on 12. the robots. Oh, it's 12. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but uh, regardless, I mean, I, you know, you're not going to keep it from happening. It's no. definitely, I think we're all in agreement that this is coming, whether you like it or not. And, and the question will be, you know, how does it affect boating and uh, enjoyment of it? I, I think opening up more people to being out on the water on a boat, whether they're operating it or not, is a good thing. I think it's good because you get them out there. They see, you know, the sea. They get out there. They hear the waves and all that stuff. I think when you get out there and you see this stuff, it, it makes you want to. I don't know. You, you turn into an ambassador for boating and the environment and stuff. I think there's a lot of upside to it as well. The more oh, people I, I you expose I, to it. it, it will be interesting to see what it does with the job market with manufacturing. Yep, how those things are going to change and what should people start planning for now. I'm an optimist in this regard. Build your no, bunkers, not... people. Build your bunkers. Build your bunkers. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could always go back to Waterworld and drive around and try hull. No. Well, that's no why we're going to need no. more boats, maybe. Yeah. That's one thing. God, you know, so maybe the future is bright when you look at it that way. You know, we start, got more start water. Building your, start building your houseboats because we're going to need them. Well, the earlier you get into boating, the more opportunities you'll have to you know, survive the zombie apocalypse and the floods and all that kind of stuff. So look at it that way. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm optimistic for the future. I think it it will uh, be a good thing in the long run, as long as, you know, the robots don't kill us first before they offer up all this cool technology. That's the caveat. So I do see both sides a little bit. But, hey, interesting conversation for sure. And uh, one we don't got to worry about, at least for another, I don't know, 20 years or so. But definitely You'll food for thought. 85, I think. And on that uh, quiet, on that disturbing <laughs> note, we're going to wrap it up for this week. Till next time, remember, whether it's sailor or motor, life, life is, is better, better as, as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! TTFN, ta-ta for
for now. The opinions you just heard on the World of Boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.